Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right What you say? I told a young nigga, just listen, you tripping. You ain't talking money, get out of my face. I just went, picked up a shipment and flipped it. Then hop on a jet to go smoke on the bay. All of this cash in abundance, I'm getting, I'm feeling myself, baby. What can I say? What you if say? you wanna learn how I'm living, just listen. I come from the dirt to the top of the ranks. Heard that they hating on a nigga. Why? Cause I could go fuck a new hoe every day. He asked for a verse, he asking to pay. I'm needing it now, and I'm talking to me. I'm getting, I'm feeling myself, baby, what can I say? If you wanna learn how I'm living, just listen I come from the dirt to the top of the ranks One, hundred, two, hundred, smile looking all beautiful and shit thank you thank you so much so so how has your day been today how have your day been it's been pretty okay um as we all know when you're getting closer to things that you are supposed to be getting closer to um blessings i guess you could say as some people uh call them uh the devil as also some people refer to it um, really tries to attack you. So it's been one of those days, but as always, I am a triumphant queen and we shall prosper. So that's how I'm going to leave that. Ain't nothing going to stop my shine, my glam, and my bag. <laughs> Definitely. And um, because I was like from like just checking out your Twitter and everything, um, you are a female Dominatrix, am I correct? So everybody yes, comes. that is right. And, yes, yes, um, yes, yes. How long have you been in the lifestyle practicing and the whole nine? So before, before I go into my particular, so, so so they can get a little background on your pretty. Okay, okay. So for those of you that do not know me, I am the Superior Goddess Heaven, uh, Superior Heaven for short. Uh, my honorific is superior or master heaven. I do not like to be called goddess. However, I will always and I will always correct those who come at me incorrectly. Um, as far as the BDSM scene and lifestyle, I've been into it. I am the age of 27 years old. Um, I've been working within the BDSM field for overall uh, 10 years since I was like 17 years old is when I was first introduced to kink play and just kinkiness all together. Um, As far as being a female dominatrix, this will be coming up in December on my third year. Um, I'm very blessed and I'm very uh, grateful for being able to find this umbrella within the BDSM field of being a female dominatrix as far as being a uh, within the category of doing the financial domination that will be going on in December for me within two years. So altogether, uh, three years as far as the female dominatrix as of December the 9th. So people, as you can see, you see where this show is heading, right, people? <laughs> you see where this show is heading? So with that being said, people, welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app who's trying to start their own podcast career, all you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile and start a podcast today. I'm the host, Kevin Officer of a Champ, a.k.a. the Point Rap Star. I know what it is. Find all my links with one link 
Armorelites.com backslash porn rap star. Also, let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors we got. The first one being the Facebook LS community, LSworld.com. Next up, the hottest adult magazine in the game, Eroticism Magazine. So go to eroticismmagazine.com and get yourself a subscription. And last but not least, we're black owned. For you, content, right. we have 90% profit. Don't have to worry about no hashtag problems. If you're a content creator, you know what I'm talking about. And they even offer health <laughs> for you consumers, a new place where you can consume your triple X content or fetish content or kink content, whatever you you are into, they, I'm pretty sure they have it. I'm talking about excitebunny.com. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Also, go over to shop GW District, shop GWDistrict.com and get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 Black-owned retailer shops and boutiques. Also, every Monday through Friday morning, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You get to listen to me on FullySwapRadio.com. Also, check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com, as well as the BGP LLC app on the SGP Radio. Try to say that shit five times fast. You let them know. You let them know. So, now, she already introduced herself, but... Cause normally, I again, it's not a problem. It's I'd nothing wrong with that because I'm a fellow Dom and I know how it is. Go ahead, reintroduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Love to hear all the accolades. Once again, greetings, greetings, good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this, everyone. I am, once again, the superior goddess heaven, hailing all the way from a side of your internet. Uh, been in the BDSM scene for about 10, 10 years altogether. Been a female dominant for three years altogether up through December. Um, categorized as an ebony dominant, financial dominant, um, and the humiliatrix of the Carolinas. It's so nice to be here. I'm so awesome to be here, and I'm just ready to get into it. Let's do See, it. First of, all, first of all, I had to interview her, people, because she's from my state, you know, period, Woo-hoo! because first of all, my state is so on the low with it. It's just, it's not as open as I wish it could be. I'll talk about it. Because, I mean, because a lot of times you run into a lot of bullshitters and and people that talk about it, even to like, I might get a couple that want to be a want me to be a bull and they want to, it's the cup thing and they're not even fucking serious and stuff like that. So, so be it that you're in a state where Really, it's not that strong, but yet you're able to succeed. You know, tell me about how it is with your experience in the BDSM lifestyle of North Carolina. Ah, so being based in the Carolinas is actually very hard uh, due to the simple fact exactly what you stated. Um, I've met a lot of people that have been interested as far as um, collabing with myself and interested as far as meeting me or doing a meet and greet, but then, um, you know, the day comes or the time comes and they get so intimidated that they flake out or communications end up just being off the, off the rails or whatever. Um, So it it, it can be kind of difficult. Uh, When I met one of my first uh, subs, that I'm not going to name because I'm not giving him any clout. Uh, As far as doing any work, um, he was the one that was nice enough to come down to North Carolina and help me establish my brand and my name. Um, So that's kind of been how it's been going down, just meeting other um, actual submissives out of the Carolina areas that's willing to travel or that's willing to fly me to them. And um, I'm able to do my do my do what I do and do what I do best, um, being the humiliatrix of the Carolinas and record my content and get it out there on these platforms, which is something that I'm looking truly forward to do next. But um, in the in the Carolinas has been very hard, just as you stated earlier, a lot of uh, flakes or a lot of fakes. Um, So I've been doing as much traveling as I can do, which is the most traveling I've done since the 
wonderful pandemic, quote unquote, <laughs> and just trying to make it do what it do as far as showing like, hey, I'm from the Carolinas. This is this is how I get down, and this is this is where I'm at in my city. So yeah, just traveling and still getting my my um my content out there. So um. When you speak of content, so 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 my listeners can understand what type of content we talking about that you record, so so we get okay. A uh, so as far as content, it's really just just for basic general or content for dummies. As far as just everyday pictures or everyday videos. So as far as my content, what I like to record is myself involved within certain fetishes and kinks that myself and submissive have consensually. Uh, agreed upon being recorded so uh for instance one of my favorite ones is uh the human ashtray and the human ashtray is where my submissive at the time agrees to be my ashtray as a human and so as i say ash they know that that command means to open their mouths and receive my ash oh, not other than a good old boy <laughs> open up Open up. So then you say ash, and literally you ash it right in their mouth, right? And they're not allowed to swallow until they get the permission from me. So that is a part of like something as far as content that I also record. I also like another fetish that is called human furniture. So I may make a submissive become my human footstool, and I'm going to rest my beautiful ebony feet right on top of their back and enjoy my best life. And so things like that, taking pictures of things like that, taking videos of things like that, to in order to mesh them together uh, is how I create my content. Okay. By, doing, by recording myself in the mm -hmm. real-time fetish to show that I am who I am. Now, be it that you're in the fetish market, um, because really with most people, they use their content to really make money. You're not dependent upon making money from the content for what I for, for what I have observed and looked and or what have you to a certain extent. Because I tell people when it comes to dominatrix, your money's really made by face to face. Because that's where the money really is. You know, period. It's not and understand people, they're not escorts. There's no sex going on during these sessions. Thank <laughs> it, you so much. It's a brutal for the sub. <laughs> But it ain't no sex, or unless you want to get pegged. Now, that's a totally different story, which I'm pretty sure okay, should have done okay. a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? But so it's kind of like you use the videos to, let's say, advertise your services almost to a certain extent. It's yes. Just, so first of, all, first of all, thank you so much for this question so that I can't clarify. Um, in the beginning, when I did start two years ago, of course, as any regular regular person knows you know you have to advertise you have to market you have to promote in order to be known in order to get out there in order for your brand to grow and that's what i am always into doing growing my brand um in the proper way sometimes i have some fuck ups and sometimes for the most part though i have a lot of gains from uh the content that i create now with the question that you said in the beginning yes my content purposes was strictly and solely for promotion and marketing reasons. Uh, however, now, you know, with this whole pandemic thing, uh, the shift of the world, as we both know, you know, survival of the fittest, or as, as I guess I could put it in better layman's terms, evolution has taken us from a lot of real time and in real life sessions and things and has taken it to the content creator world so right now i'm actually in the midst of learning how to do editing learning about these apps that have the best <laughs> editing and everything because now i actually do want to make funds and profit from my actual content but i where what you said i don't agree and that's that's kind of how uh a lot of my apprenticeships in my um my um my trainings work you know the people that i apprenticed under i saw them making their money from ember life sessions i saw them making their money from booking um sessions and things you know i didn't never i never seen them online with their subs except for when it came to the vetting process now uh what my process is is i do vet online as well as i i like to play at least three times online 
with sub before the subs actually granted permission or denied to meet with me in person. And that's because at the end of the day, we still got to have a feel of each other. We're still strangers. Um, so, you know, I still want to make sure that you're comfortable for me and that I'm comfortable for you because nobody's going to pay or, as I like to say, invest um, in something that they're not comfortable with. But as I always say, invest in me and invest in the I like the fact she said invest, people. Listen to the word in there, invest. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just... So as I was stating, I just, you know, I want to make sure that the investments that come to me and the clients that come to me are comfortable because at the end of the day, that's going to, that's what makes anyone return if they're happy, satisfied and comfortable, you know, and uh, just speaking off the, off the topic real quick as, as, as men, period. I think that's all that you guys sometimes really look for is just the comfortability in the woman who's going to bring you that sense of peace, you know? And so if it's not in their relationship and if it's not with their wife, then it's damn sure with their superior. And so I just try to make sure that I bring that vibe and that energy and that personality that they are so in love with and so attached to each and every time to make sure that that investment is a return. So, yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like with, um, now also with, the type of videos that you probably do. I mean, one, especially with like the human furniture, the ashtray, that's not too harsh when it comes to the hashtags. It's when it no. comes to like the scat. Um, Correct. Um, water sports. And water sports and stuff of that nature, which I'm pretty sure you get those types of, you know, uh -huh. yes. and everything. So how do you navigate the hashtags, you know, period? You know, because I know that I know you got some of that content. Because I'm pretty sure you convinced us up to let to let you film you shitting on your pig. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what I love about myself is that I'm just so vibrant and radiant that you know I'll state something, I'll think something, I'll manifest it, and it's it's gonna come to reality. You know, I've been working lately on just remembering that. Uh, you can do anything that you put your mind to, as well as just uh, working lately on the shadow work of and meditation. But to get on topic with your question, um, so in the Fendom world, we don't use hashtags. We use keywords. So we just type the keywords within our tweet, um, such as in my pen tweet, you might see keyword Fendom keyword ass worship, keyword ebony goddess. So we just kind of take out the hashtag altogether and we just use keywords. And whatever we can use to gain the tractions with the hashtag is the hashtag that we will use. Um, unfortunately, what we found out back in these last couple of months is certain hashtags can get your account suspended from being a NSFW account. Um, with Twitter and their guidelines and their rules and regulations. So, uh, like I stated, in the Fendom community, hashtags aren't even allowed. It just kind of depends. Maybe like hashtag ebony, hashtag foot. But yeah, as far as like hashtag scat, hashtag water sports, hashtag uh, sounding, those are things that you really have to look out for due to um, account suspension or account limits um, or lock features because of Twitter's rules and regulations. So, we use keywords instead of hashtags. And then if you can use hashtags, then like I stated, it will be something that's a little more subliminal and not something that's super like, as the world considers it outrageous, but as we consider it normal. So yeah. Now, the other question, because see, this is all about dominatrix, <laughs> all that, because like this is what this episode is about. I see a lot of females use the femdom or femdom. Now, please break down to people, one, what the femdom is, not femdom, femdom, which is the financial dom. Uh, so and, I want to give like an exact definition. Because a lot of females want to play in that game, but they don't understand how that game works. You feel me? Because before you start, I, so people understand, when you're dealing in the BDSM, there's a niche market, whether it's content or whether you're doing meet and greets. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't seem authentic or real, they do not fuck with, they will call you out. Correct. Right. So, but go ahead. 
I agree. I agree. Give me a second. Um, due to the recording, I definitely want to give an exact definition um, besides what I can what I can come up with off the top of my head. But for educational purposes, let me give the actual definition of fendom. Um, fendom and not, as you said, femdom. Uh, so what is fendom? So uh, financial domination is... Uh, what is the definition of here? Nope, I don't like the definition. See, that's right. We do. Our <laughs> All right, here we go, viewers. So, it is a psychological psychological fetish that involves mostly uh, men, as we refer to as pay pigs, um, taking on a submissive role and worshiping their fin doms, their financial dominant or dominant women, by paying them and getting off on having their accounts controlled for nothing tangible in return at all. So Fendon is literally just what it sounds like as far as financial domination. Your goddess, your master, your female in charge has taken over your account and you get off on the relinquish of your funds to your dominant for absolutely nothing in return besides her happiness and well-being. And that's what that is. Smoke that over. But, but, but here's the question that I ask with that. Do females understand the difficulty of finding a pay pig? Because even with me, I had a pay pig, which I still have a pay pig, but I just ain't bothered him because he wanted to be cheap and I got tired of the cheapness of it. So it, it preached to, though, not even it's work, it's not really work because the way it works is they find you more so you find them. Correct. How hard it is for you to run across one. Um, honestly, if we had to put it on a scale of one to ten, it's a it's a ten out of ten as far as difficulty level goes. Um, it's not easy to find a a a real secured pay pig because when you say pay pig, what I think about is going back to that word investment. I want to make sure that I'm finding a client, a submissive that is well off enough that taking care of me financially is not something that's going to worry him. Uh, finding pay pigs, as you stated earlier, is not someone that is going to be cheap, as well as being in the dominant roles for you and I, we're not negotiating what it is that we stated that we want from our pay pigs. If I have a contract with you, if I have a um, agreement with you, that is what I expect for you to abide by. And from that contract, I only expect you to get better, especially as a pay pig. It's in its name in itself, you know, pay pig. So you're paying me because you are a pig that enjoys me controlling your funds and your finances. Um, but it's, as you stated, it's not easy for anybody coming into this industry, into this lifestyle uh, that's watching this podcast or hearing about me and clicking on this video. It is not easy. And sex work is work. It's real work. Um, and being a fendom is being a sex worker. Uh, a lot of people, for whatever reason, don't feel that it's literally a psychological um a, a psychological mind manipulating game that you use with sexual innuendos so once again fin down this yeah, sex work. Yeah, see, uh, see i'm gonna tell you what people don't realize it's psycho it's psycho it's psychology mm -hmm. even to your marketing or what have you because even with like when i look at your your page right okay you're giving me pinup vibe you're giving me you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, sexy vibe, like the same techniques that porn stars use, use to a certain extent. Correct. Because you're drawing them in, but you're drawing in a different type of energy. You get where I'm coming from? Okay. You know yes. what I'm saying? You know, period. Speak to that. As they always say, uh, use what you got to get what you want. So um, I, as as being the confident woman that I am and just knowing that um, I'm going to get a man to do or men to do what it is that I say. Um, it's really easy, honestly, to manipulate or to psych to get psychologically in a man's head 
when I know the first thing that he's going to pay attention to is my breast, is my ass, or just my shape, and, 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 or my figure, period, my physique all in all. So I don't mind using what I got to get what I want because one, I'm going to set the boundary. Two, I'm going to set the standard. And three, you're going to know my rules. So I'm comfortable within my realm, within my aura, within my, my own self. You know what I'm saying? So next, all that I'm asking for is for those who's ready to be comfortable up under me to approach and get ready to go for the wildest ride of their lives as far as me being their dominant. Um, so that's just kind of what I I feel, you know, I, hell, I'm a born viewer myself. So as I put myself into a submissive shoes, what would I like to see? What would I, what would, what would draw me in? What would bring me in? You know because what I'm saying? Was a as, first. Any Dom was a submissive yeah. first. At, at some point. Correct. And they may Correct. not realize it because like, I mean, I'm not even going to front like the biggest joke. I said, I wanted to do this, this commercial for TikTok where I said, here's my coffee cup. And then I put down my wife's coffee cup. I said, who you think is the alpha in the relationship? And she got the beautiful <laughs> coffee cup. You feel what I'm saying? So even to the point, and I'm, I'm here to tell people like, yeah, I am submissive to my wife. Yeah, she's a nominee to me. You know, pretty. She's the only woman that will ever get that role. But as, but as you should be, that makes a lot of sense. Only because of the dynamic of the relationship and the situation, and also because you know they say happy wife, happy life. So of course the husband is just gonna kind of give in and listen from time to time. And it, I mean, it's easier because we as women are emotional creatures, you know. So it's it's a little bit easier sometimes to just give in and say, okay, well, what is it that I can do to compromise? Uh, but I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. But like I was saying, it was um that why I think what a lot of people don't realize is that at the end of the day, you just don't jump into this. You need to do your research. Correct. You also need to know yourself. Cause a lot of people don't understand part of this is knowing who you are. You know? Yes. And, yes. And oh goodness. Yes. 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 Let me and let me speak on that. Um uh, you know, I have been in and you might can't look at me as hell, but I've been in a domestic violence relationship. I've also unfortunately been raped. And with those situations, it has um, it has brought about a sense of confidence and a sense of I will never allow any anybody and let alone any man to ever manipulate or take advantage of me again. I will never give anybody that much power over my vessel over my body. So I, I completely agree. It, it teaches you a sense of self-respect for yourself. It also teaches you how to create boundaries. It teaches you how to stand up for yourself. Um, and yeah, you're right. Nobody should just jump into this, especially if they're going through some healing work. I'm going through some healing work myself, but I have always been within the dominant uh, persona. You know, I'm a firstborn of three. I've been the leader, the president, the vice president of a lot of uh, social clubs, as well as like, uh, you know, at my university, um, Eagle Pride, shout out to NCCU. Um, so I've always oh, been oh, 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 time out, time in out. a leadership role. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what's, what's going no, on? <laughs> no, 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 she didn't go to school in my town. Stop playing. <laughs> I did, yes, I did, I did. I did. I did. So, um, but finishing out, I'm sorry, finishing out that statement though. Yes. Uh, you know, I've always been in the leadership, um, dominant persona role. So it wasn't too hard to jump into it. What was hard though, was jumping into it without any knowledge. So it's always great to have the knowledge, even if you are looking up to someone, even if you've watched a thousand videos and you think that you know what you're doing, I promise you, you don't. If you don't have that textbook knowledge, if you haven't taken some type of apprenticeship, if you haven't taken some type of training, there are plenty of actual established women, female dominatrix, that is that is so wonderful when it comes to giving knowledge um, to anybody watching this, this uh, us, us, our clip right now, and and may be interested into doing this. Please make sure that you come in with some knowledge, especially textbook knowledge, because it's very hard to go from unlearning a learned behavior that was 
so because you've made a habit, you need to make good habits within this industry and within the lifestyle and not come in making bad habits. But I agree. You definitely need to know a sense of self coming into this because a lot of people don't even realize that they're switching. They like to yeah. be both dominant and submissive, but because they're trying to portray so bad that they're a dominant, it's fucking them up. It's fucking them up really bad because they don't want to they don't want to just admit that they enjoy being a dominant. And being a switch, a dominant on Monday, a switch on Wednesday. Yeah, There's yeah, absolutely there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of men that get paid because for a man, yeah. paid, that's the most submissive he could ever be. Correct. That's the most submissive he could ever be. So people don't realize that. See, and it's it's because one, it's not just he getting fucked in the ass, getting fucked in the ass by a woman, which is totally as unnatural as it can get. <laughs> very, very much so but it's I, well personally i find a comforting pleasure in it one well mainly because a person trusted me enough to be able to take this as you stated this most submissive role ever in their life you know so i treat that and i treat that person with the utmost respect because i, I mean people are looking at them as oh that's gay or Oh, that's that's FAG behavior, you know, and it's just kind of like, no, you know, at the end of the day, if that's what you choose to engage in, that's what you choose to engage in. I'm not going to diminish your character because that's what you choose to engage in. I'm going to help you engage in it and we're going to live your best life. And that's for anybody that's consensually choosing it. So it's safe to say you got big dick energy. <laughs> Correct. Oh, most definitely. Got big dick energy. Oh, most definitely. I don't, and I don't have my toys with me right now, but I would have pulled it on out for the viewers. Hold oh, no. on. What was the biggest one a dude took? Um, I would have to say, and I'm very proud of him. Um, shout out to you, Jay. I'll just, I'll just mention your letter because I know you're gonna watch this. Uh, he took up to 11 inches. I was very much, very proud of him. I, I did not think he was gonna do it, but he enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, it didn't last very long. It, it, <laughs> I definitely am also a, I definitely am also a tom a, a tomboy. So he took it very well. He took it very well. I got to give it to you. Salute to you, Jay, and uh, can't wait to play again. <laughs> because um, it's just funny when I talk to like shouts out to Giselle Lane every time I do anything BDSM. I got to shout out my girl Giselle Lane at House of Gold and stuff. And I always talk about now. BDSM is becoming a little bit more normalized in the black community. Yes, um, and I'm actually happy about that. Mm -hmm. and to the point that I'm seeing more black-on-black -black BDSM images. You know, period. Um, like, it was Giselle Lane, they tour, they do little shows and demonstrations and stuff of that nature and what have you and everything. So, with, with you being in, in the lifestyle and being a domination for 10 years, I noticed you noticed more, you probably getting more black subs lately than probably before. Is it safe to say yes. that? Um, yes, and I'm actually very excited about that due to the simple fact that, as you know, a lot of, in, in our culture, a lot of things that we do is looked at as, oh, I, oh my goodness, it's taboo. Um, and I think maybe I'm just a taboo person. Maybe I just enjoy the fucking taboo, you know, like so bring me all the damn taboo at this point. It's enjoyable. I like it. It works for me. And I also get paid from it. So, you know, I, I what I tend to do, especially within our culture and in our community, um, is, is, you know, I fucking advocate for it. I'm like, look, this is this is stuff that people are fucking into, you know what I'm saying? And I do enjoy having my um, black African American submissives. Um, now they're not as quick to sign a two two five seven and let me record them, but you know that's okay. I still have my sessions. We still have a good time. Um, they may let me get some pictures as far as content, but they're not willing yet to be so submissive when it comes to being on camera or online with it. But I am very grateful to know that now, um, like you said, and I and I don't know if maybe it's because of, and it probably is because of the pandemic, and you know, we're just on our phones and mm. everybody's on on porn hub a little bit more and shit. Mm. And they're like, oh, what's this? So, you know, maybe that's what it is, but I'm very grateful. I've been hearing up OnlyFans for the past year. Oh my goodness, don't get me started on OnlyFans. I'm literally not 
with OnlyFans anymore. I'm with the good old X Light Bunny. So you can check me out on X Light Bunny at the period. Uh, I have left OnlyFans alone, and I'm now on the good old Excite Bunny, so go check me out. Yeah, because, because, um, I tell anybody, nah, it, they're good. I mean, it's, it's, I even like the fact they went to just strictly subscription, because I was like, okay, I, I'm feeling that, you know, period, for the fact that, it, one, when you clip it up, it makes it too easy for people to cheapen it even more because I think to me that would happen when OnlyFans came in they kind of cheapen the game because videos even oh if- my goodness speak on it I, yes I, I, yes I, sorry it's shit you know what I'm saying I mean seriously because I completely point- agree when I when I made my account I didn't even realize that my subscription price is the only price that they had to pay to see all of my content on my pla- on my page. I was like, oh, so they only pay the one subscription price and they're able to gain access to everything. What happens is some things can be uh, blocked for them to pay for, some things they have to pay for. And so they were like, yeah, now you got to do a PPV. And I'm like, man, that's extra work for me. And I'm the fucking dominant. I'm, and, and, you know, that's why I said now I'm trying to get into the whole content creator thing. But I'm just used to, you know, regular, regular, transactional, you yeah. know, let's get to meet online. And then we're out here in person meeting, okay? I'm, I'm getting my money in my hand, cash, in my hand. Like, I'm out in the malls. I'm out in the restaurants. I'm pulling you on the leash. Like, that's what I'm used to. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think OnlyFans did bring in the cheap mechanism within um especially within the fendom community because some subs are approaching me lately like one sub asked me about uh what could 25 what could 25 pound get him and i just laughed so hard and blocked them because i was just like are you kidding me like is this what people are accepting no, he did. He um said, to show a tea, to show a boob what he he went to england <laughs> Most definitely. I was like, what in the hell? I thought that we had to be exclusive. <laughs> it's like $15 over here. The fuck, nigga? It's like $15 over here. <laughs> That's a nipple Jeez. shot, motherfucker. <laughs> For five seconds. <laughs> Vanish your picture. I don't know. <laughs> I've literally sent people pictures of um of my, my cats. $500 because they wanted to see a pussy so bad. I was like, you want to see a black pussy? Send the money and they get a picture of my black ass cat. And it's the funniest ripoff shit that I've ever did in my life. But, you know, those were the days where the days where sending big and large amounts of money was nothing because you understood this is a luxury lucrative fetish. This isn't some cheap man's game. And uh, you know, to each his own, whoever your price is your price. But if you consider yourself of worth, then you're not going to undersell yourself. Your price is always going to be at a high level and the price is always going up. I don't hear any songs about prices coming down. I always hear songs saying the price is going up. Yeah. You heard what uh, Pusha T said? Goddamn yesterday's price ain't today's price. Ain't today's price. Right. I didn't know so, who said that, to be honest. So thank you for educating me. <laughs> I've just been hearing the phrase. I didn't know where it came from. Yeah, this shit comes on strong, too. I love that damn song. So I will ask you this, then. All right. Now, uh, you're an example of what I mean by a female that don't have to do boy-girl. Because now you're playing in the content realm. Because now you're putting out content. Um... <laughs> Question number one, because I know dudes that will see this will probably hit you up. Have you thought about playing in the boy-girl realm? In the boy-girl realm as far as doing uh, girl-on-girl content or other type of content? Like, okay, then basically, okay, fucking a girl, fucking a guy, per se. Oh, okay. Uh, porn, uh, porn, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Um, I have actually not thought about getting into maybe the porn side of making content. And that's only because I don't want to do what I feel like a lot of 
a lot of uh, female dominants are doing. You know, they're going from being the female dominant to being the head motherfucking porn star. Um, and, and, and no shade to nobody, Lord knows for whoever's going to watch this and see that. But, um, I, you know, as far as pegging goes, yeah, I'm, I, I always got the big dick energy over here. Interior will, will help you out when it comes to, you need some big old dick, hit me up. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to fuck you. No problem. But as far as anybody, uh, having intercourse when it comes to with me, I'm, I'm not allowing that. Um, hell, my significant other got to work hard just to have intercourse with me and make sure that everything, every I is dotted and every T is crossed. Ain't nothing over here sweet or free, honey. Um, and and that's just where it's at. But you know, as far as having big dick energy for me, absolutely, I'll fuck you all day. Um, but as far as fucking me, that can just be a wonderful fantasy that people see, just continue see, to do. Tell you what's funny, right? I got to pull a little close to the camera. See. People, y'all know what I said on the show. There's only two ways that a female can make good money in porn, in sex work, and never have to suck or fuck a dick. You either do extreme fetish, <laughs> or you know, you do extreme fetish, or you in the BDSM lifestyle hard, or you webcam. That's all I got to say. She proves my point. Because I'm going to tell you what's funny. I talked to a lady that does nothing but phone sex. That's it. That's yes. it. Yes. I love that. I'm actually looking into that next. I just purchased the book, How to Make $10,000 a Month as a, a PSO, phone sex yeah. operator. So I'm getting into that as well. You can find me on Night Flirt. Yeah. Because it's, it's people don't realize there's so many ways within the sex work trade that you can make money. And the key is it's it's still even though yes you are female dominatrix you still have a brand and correct people yeah. on on this podcast that latest one you can't be done to do this business because the things that you had to think about while doing this business and i don't think feet women get enough respect even men to a certain extent but mainly the women don't get enough respect for that period because you also have a brand that you think about. So it's kind of like, when did it went from I'm being a dominatrix to, okay, I'm now a branded dominatrix. This is my brand. Oh, um, thank you for that. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, when somebody messaged me, <laughs> when somebody, <laughs> I got my bird man going on over here. Um, when I, for me, it went from being a okay, I'm just a female dominatrix to I am a brand dominatrix. When someone messaged me and they told me, Oh my gosh, you are the shit, you are an icon, I want to do what you do, and I was like, Holy fuck, I am actually being looked at, I am actually being admired. Um, someone is looking at me and wanting to be me, you know. It, it I think for anybody. You know, and they don't even have to say it, but for anybody, that is that is a fucking dream come true. To be somebody's icon, to be somebody's role model, to be somebody's uh, person that they look up to. So once I realized that, you know, as Tupac say, all eyes on me. So you know what I'm saying? As soon as I knew that some eyes was on me, I was like, okay, you know, I have to treat this as a business. This is no longer, I, I have to take my, although my emotions do play a part in who I am and my personality and what I do, I have to make sure that I'm not putting my emotions out there and I'm putting my business aspects out there. Um, and, you know, just just being, being idolized, being admired, um, being someone's role model is what showed me and taught me like, hey, you're, what you're doing is, is amazing. What you're doing is brilliant. What you're doing is apparently wanted in this world. And what you're doing is um, is also, um, uh, I lost the word that fast, but, it, oh, I'm sorry. It's also inspiring. I'm inspiring other women, other female dominatrix, novice doms to come out of their shells, to, to go public. I'm inspiring people to go public. And finally, because damn it, we need y'all out here. We need to be showing who we are. We need to be showing what we do. We need to be showing, you know, unapologetically, that we got big, big energy out here it's, it's, it's some women. You know what I'm saying? We need to be showing this and we need to be okay with it. Um, so, you know, I and I appreciate you 
for bringing the limelight to my brand, Superior Goddess Heaven, and for interviewing me today, and for you know make having me be able to promote on a, a totally different platform and yeah. talk about who I am and express why I love to do what I do, um, and and things like that. So once I realized that I was an inspiration, is when I knew that this brand was was taking off. And like I said, that's why now I'm I'm working in the behind the scenes of doing a little bit of rebranding because it's now coming out to do, I want to come out and do some content creating. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to be out here on these streets, okay? <laughs> Pulling my thumbs by the good old East. But I also want but you guys see, to see, see on the platform. But, but, see, but see, that's part of having the business is having other means of making money to where yes, yes. On, that one flow because when OnlyFans said they were bumping girls off and how many girls would just depend on their OnlyFans, you saw oh, the man that hit the streets. Not the, oh, street, man. the streets. Yes. <laughs> yes. Literally. I'm talking about so many people had approached me like, hey, heaven, please show us what to do. What are the steps to going outside? And I was like, you know, what are y'all talking about? And everybody's like, Avian stars went away. OnlyFans is show banning people and going away. We need to do what you do. And I'm like, well, shit, you teach me. I teach you at this point because, you know, I'm trying to learn how to do the content creation and you're trying to learn how to do the in real life. Um, but, you know, I've always, you know, and, and very much kudos, props and respects to these content creators because this shit is not easy either. Oh, um, yeah. It's very hard. It's very hard, you know, and it's tedious and it takes time and it takes patience. And I also want to give a big shout out to my girl, Akua Ahima, the kinky coach with the Afrodom Network that has been such a big help with helping me. Um, as far as learning uh, skills for editing, I also want to give out a shout out to Diamond Trio Entertainment, who's been a wonderful and major help when it came to uh, editing and what apps to use and, and things of that nature. You know, just helping me out with free game because as we, as you saw and as I know, I'm a in real life. I don't this video stuff. I'm like, what? What you need me to do? I feel like a, a grandmother in headlights at this point. Um, but you know, I'm I'm getting down to the nitty gritty. But yeah. Uh, once again, to answer your question, once I realized that I was an inspiration, that's when I knew that this brand, I had to treat it as a business and it's, it's taken off. And now I want to go and lead now into the content creating portion of my brand. Uh, so, yeah. I can't wait to see what you make. So <clears throat> it like this, I, I, we, I, you had to come back. You had to come back. Most definitely. You know, I am. So with that being said, can I call you a smoke buddy? Oh, most definitely. I'm a smoke buddy. Well, see, see, y'all heard it, people, first here on video, live in color. That's right. She will be back to the Smokers Lounge, and I will be bringing her back to the premium smoke room. That's right, for $4.99 a month. Seven premium podcasts for you to listen to, dropping weekly or bi-weekly. Talking about $4.99 a month, go subscribe. You can subscribe on my anchor. Watch the videos exclusively on Spotify. And any video that's on the Smokers Lounge, it will drop the day of and then a week later on YouTube. So if you so that means you have to catch Spotify, you want to see it first anyway, regardless of Nice. And I'll I'll spice it up for the viewers and I'll make sure to wear something extra sexy. Oh most definitely. <laughs> and yes, and we do get very more spicier. Okay, like it. I love it. I love it. And okay, <laughs> so we're gonna set that up. We're gonna say so. With that being said, baby girl, tell everybody where they can spend money on you, find you, and all that good stuff. Once again, it is your girl, Superior Goddess Heaven, aka Heaven to a Goddess, on Twitter. You can find me on X Right Bunny, loyal fans. I do have an OnlyFans, but it might get suspended soon. But I do have one. Um, and you can also check me out on my Koji link. Koji slash T-O slash Heaven to a Goddess. Go ahead and tip me there on all of my tip methods, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, all that wonderful stuff. Um, I'm getting into cryptocurrency soon, so crypto subs, come on my way. And I'll see you guys soon, and we can also play on Skype. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure to be here in the Smoke Lounge. And I am so glad to now be a Smoke Buddy! Yes! And, see, and knowing that she's in NC, maybe... 
we might look up one day and we get to meet and do a actual face-to-face. Oh, most so, definitely. Most definitely. We're going to talk about it. Oh, most definitely. So with that being said, people, you know how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Say goodbye to the people, baby. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Got you covered. Somebody call the FBI. What is going on? Somebody like <laughs> out. My fans would never speak to me so disrespectfully. They'd be like, oh, but see, but see, but see, but see, here's the difference between your fans and this. Yeah, my, my fans would be like, yeah, you see, you're a dominatrix. So, yeah. Of course, one man could never be enough for our goddess. You need all of them. The Premium Smoke Podcast. Where all the porn stars come to. I do. Shopping. I unfortunately do know every bitch that that dick has ever touched. Well, at least in the last three years. Um, <clears throat> but scene is so hot. It's an hour long. So, and, and it was such an intense scene that I actually like dropped into sub. Like I, I dropped off into subspace during the scene. It's causing that good habit. And give you that great smoke. Okay, that was, literally, I knew it was that. Like, I don't know, clear back when he was fine. I felt like this. And I said, what the fuck? And, yeah, I guess he wanted to get deeper. So, he... I'm sorry, bitch. Just get and it. He put like, his stomach on my back. Sugar and spice and everything. So you get belly fun. Yeah, we live in a world where we love separating shit. Look at porn for instance. You got BBW porn, BDSM porn, racial porn. Hold on. But I'm going to tell you what's interesting. Think about this. What's the name for white on white porn? I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Come to the dark side. Let me keep you there. Because it also, like, the best, uh, the best uh, cage match ever for me is Kelvin Blanchard yeah. versus uh, Magatier because they fought, like, two guys that actually had issues. And fighting is yeah. not cool. You roll around on the ground.